Welcome to the Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn marketing and sales strategies, mindset hacks, and even a little metaphysical thrown in for good measure so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own life and business. I'm Sharon Lee, an online life and business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years. My goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals and dreams and create that financial freedom through online entrepreneurship. If you're ready to dig in, listen in now to today's episode. Welcome, I'm your host, Sharon Lee, and today we're talking about the six must-haves for a profitable client-getting strategy. If you're an entrepreneur or a small business owner, you know that acquiring new clients is crucial for your business. But with so many different marketing strategies out there and tactics, it can be tough to know where to start. That's why today we're diving into the six key elements that every profitable client getting strategy needs in order to be successful. So whether you're just starting out or looking to revamp your existing strategy, this episode is for you. We'll be sharing practical tips and strategies that you can implement right away to start bringing in more high quality clients and growing your business. So grab a pen and paper and get ready to take some notes because this is going to be a valuable episode that you won't want to miss. Let's get started. So I've created something called the five-part client-getting framework. It's the framework that my signature program, Client Overflow, has been created on. It's really the foundation for all that I teach because it freaking works. So let's dig in. It includes six things that must be part of your plan. So here we go. Number one, and I know you've probably heard me talk about this and other uh, entrepreneurs talking about this, but finding clarity. This means you have exceptional clarity on, number one, what you're offering. I mean, like exactly what you're offering who you're offering it to, exactly who you're offering it to, right? It's, it's a really, really busy world online, right? I know you're growing your business online. And you have to figure out a way to stand out. You can't be talking to everybody, right? You've got to narrow it in. So you've got to know what you're offering specifically and who you're offering it too, and how to talk about it in a way that gets a response that has you know, no less enthusiasm than this. Oh my God, I need that from your ideal client, right? And so here's the problem that I see a lot with my clients. So in my client overflow, for example, um, we do a little bit of some uh, marketing 
uh, feedback. Definitely, we do this on a bigger scale in my mastermind, Elevate. Um, that's a six-month-long uh, mastermind program where we literally go through all of the marketing content, everything that you're creating, so you can get feedback on that. But what you want, you're creating the content every single day. You want your clients to say, oh my God, I need that. So it's your hook, it's your messaging, it's your stories, all of those things. So what I'm seeing a lot out there is a lot of um, soft, um, kind of uh, mediocre content. It's just nice. It's nice. It's not like strong. And so especially with like life coaches, um, freelancers, it's just sort of boring. It's very vanilla. So we, we have to stand out. So that's that's why we go through this so, so much in my program. If you can say with all certainty, all certainty that these things are aced, then you can move on to the other things that must be a part of your plan. But this part right here, finding that clarity on what you're offering it and who you're offering it to, talking about it, like really figuring out how to talk about it in a way that your clients are like, yes, I have to have that. And a lot of this is done through market research. If you haven't done that market research and you don't know specifically the words that your audience is saying, like in their darkest hour, they're laying awake at night and they're pulling their hair out, right? And they're crying. You know, women and men react differently. Women typically are very emotional about it, and they're like, oh my God, it's just not working. What, you know? So what is it that your clients are saying in their darkest hour? They're really upset. They're really freaking out. You want to know that because that's the verbiage, the exact verbiage that you're putting into your content. So number two, Attracting your audience, right? Remember what I said. You don't want to move on to attracting your audience until you know you have that part, that first part, you know, really, really dialed in. So now that you've got it dialed in, you really feel confident about that. We're attracting that audience. So if you're planning to make an offer and get clients, you've got to not only know exactly who that person that you're making the offer to is, but you've also got to attract enough of those exact people that a certain percent of them will say yes to your offer. It's a numbers game. It is. You've got to get out and out there and get in, in front of enough people, right? Because it's a numbers game. But the good news is it doesn't have to be a large percent depending on the offer and how many sales will provide you with a good return. So there's a book written out there like, um, shoot, I wish I could remember the name of the book, but it talks about um, your, your, your 100 people. If you know what it is, then write me here at the podcast because it's such a great book. I just can't remember what it is, but it's, it's your your 100 people that just are in love with you. So you have to remember that a third of the people out there are going to hate you. <laughs> a third of the people are going to love you. And a third of the people are just not really going to care one way or the other, right? So what we want to do is we want to attract those people to us 
that absolutely love us. And there is a content strategy, you know, that really does attract people to you. You have to captivate your audience. Sometimes captivating your audience means you have to have an opinion. You have to stand for something. You have to stand against something. You, you have to stop being so vanilla, right? You've got to captivate your audience. So here's a question for you. How will you attract your audience in the next 30 to 90 days leading up to making your offer, okay? Because what we want to do is we want to nurture our audience, right? But we have to get in the practice of selling every day. And that's part of attracting your audience because people are legit out there, like using hashtags, they're searching, they're going to a social media platform like LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and they go up to the search, you know, that little magnifying glass, and they're literally searching for what it is they want. Like, okay, I'm going gray, and I wanted to learn a little bit about, you know, maybe I want to go subtle gray, right, because I don't want it to be so drastic. So I I go up to TikTok, believe it or not, and I search in there, uh, going gray subtly. And it brought up a bunch of TikToks. And oh my gosh, there were 20 year olds, 25 year olds going gray. And, and it gave me, you know, some inspiration, empowerment too, because here I'm an older woman and I don't want to go gray. But, you know, it, it's one of those things where I, I want to be inspired, I want to be empowered. Um, and then I go to Instagram um, looking for my own coach, for example, and I, I specifically want someone who understands about mindset, spirituality, uh, marketing, energy, and um, sales, and those kinds of things. So I go in there, and I know how it's driven. It's driven by hashtags. So I'm no different than anybody else. We go to Google. We're searching. So you have to make sure that you're using the right content that's attracting people to you, the right hashtags, you know, it's important for you to be creating that content because people are out there looking for you. All right, so let's go on to number three. So like I was talking about before was nurturing that audience. Okay, you're creating that content. You've got clarity, a plan for attracting the perfect and exact audience, but how will you actually nurture them so that they know, like, and trust you enough to say yes? Now, story time. I get a gazillion emails, you know, from VAs, uh, people who want to give me leads. I don't know them from Adam. They're just an email, right? And I'm thinking, you know, well, that's interesting. Delete. But I don't know them right? I don't know if I like them. I don't know if I trust them. It's just an email. And then, you know, if, if I stay on their list long enough, you know, I might learn to trust them. I might learn to like vibe with them or something, right? But that's what it takes. It takes a lot of that, by the way, because if it's just an email, like someone's just cold reaching out to me in an email or what happens a lot in um, DMs and Instagram and specifically in um, LinkedIn, and I don't know them, right? I'm not going to just say, yeah, sure, let's get on discovery call. So you need to be out there nurturing. It's 
it's really important. People are not going to just say, sure, let's get on a discovery call right away. I don't know you, <laughs> right? So you have to understand that it's really important for you to nurture them so that they can know how to, to like you and trust you enough to say yes. So I love sharing content via live video um, and reels definitely uh, a lot lately. So automated trainings, webinars, online spaces to engage challenges, things like that. Okay, so I tend to plan out a series of these high commitment, trust building events and spaces for the new leads coming onto my list within a 30 to 90 day timeline before I make a significant offer. Okay, so think about that. So it's 30 to 90 days. And you, you want to be able to think about what works for you, right? So this is just the way I do it. So what might you do to nurture the audience you'll be attracting? Okay, so we want to really be thinking about that strategy. But this is a must-have. You absolutely have to nurture your audience. So you can plan out a series, um, which is very trust-building, some, some kind of an event, like a webinar or something like that. Um, those are amazing ways that you can nurture your audience. And then that's like leading up to you making a big offer. So number four, inviting your audience to engage with you. This is really important because um, a lot of times you, you're giving a real hard ask and that's not appropriate for maybe you haven't been nurturing your audience, you haven't been connecting with your audience enough. So sometimes we need like small asks instead of a big ask. So like the difference would be, a small ask would be, um, tell me how you feel about this post. That's a real small ask. Um, a big ask is sign up for my free thing, right? Definitely a big ask is, um, DM me to work with me. That's a really big ask. But if you're out there every single day, a couple of times a day, whatever it is out there nurturing, then you know to do like small asks, medium asks, big asks, right? So it's one thing to nurture this audience of yours. It's another to become masterful at inviting them to engage with you through that nurturing. So followers well, they're moved to engage only when they really need something and have been compelled to become a part of the conversation. And when engagement increases, sales often do too. The thing is, is that people aren't moved to engage unless you've done something like what I talked about before is creating um, a captivating post, for example, instead of a vanilla post, like a, a really nice quote, right? A nice quote does not, does not inspire people to engage. They just don't. They might, you know, heart it, you know, and that's about it, right? So we really want to understand the difference. So what kind of easy yeses invitations will you make to get that engagement up before your larger invitation, your offer, comes. So that's what we're doing here is we're being very strategic about it. These are steps. These are actual steps I'm giving you, okay? So think about asking them to comment on posts, 
commenting on your videos or reply to your newsletters. That's a real good one too to help liven up your odd your 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 newsletter audience, right? Share articles. That's a fun one for especially Facebook. Except Facebook does not like it necessarily when you are taking people off of the platform. So that's really good in like a group setting, like in a Facebook group. Um, But you're thinking about asking them to come to maybe a live presentation that you're going to be hosting, et cetera. Those are your bigger asks. So you know the plan now, right? You know what to do. Get the, the small, easy yeses in the beginning. Okay. Number five, we're inspiring your audience. Remember what I said? People want that. They are out there lost with whatever problem that you solve and they need, they desperately need to follow someone who's got the answers. That's you. So this means that you are able, once you make that offer of yours to inspire, Inspire your audience members to say yes to working with you, okay? Whether that means it's time to brush up on your sales page, um, maybe you can get help with that or whatever, unless you're a copywriter. Practice your sales conversations. You know, I call them money conversations because let's face it, that's what they are, right? It's an exchange of value. You're giving the value. You're a freelancer, you're a consultant you're a coach, you've got um, a digital course, and maybe a high-end mastermind, a high-end group coaching program, something like that, right? And and you need to have a consultation with someone. It's called discovery call, strategy call, breakthrough call, clarity call, but you know what it really is? It's a money conversation because they're thinking of hiring you. So they're going to be giving you money, right? So that means that they are probably having some issues with money blocks. They're having issues with you maybe not being the right answer. So it's a sales conversation. It's a money conversation, right? So it doesn't matter. Whatever it means that you need to level up your skill in something, um, hire someone to help you, you decide how you can improve your conversion rate. That's what you need to do when you're out there inspiring your audience members to say yes to working with you, okay? And number six, and you knew it. If you've been following me for any length of time, you knew I was going to get here. A mindset of giving and serving instead of hustle. So here's the thing. You know, It's a no-brainer that you have to get in front of an audience of buyers. This could mean you have to do ads or create content for a more organic growth. Actually, if I'm being really honest here, it's best to do both, but I digress. Most clients I work with have all sorts of mindset drama about all of this. 
They have mindset drama around creating ads. I don't have enough money. I don't know how to do it. Um, all of those things. Um, or even creating the organic content. I don't know how to do it. You know, um, I'm going to do it wrong. Um, I don't want to come off as salesy. It's too much work. I don't know how, how to get out there enough. Uh, so much mind drama. So no matter what the offer is, right, that you're creating, that you want to create, you've got to have some way of hearing yes consistently enough to create a solid return, right? This is really critical for us. So what we want to do is we want to get out of our mind being stuck in that place of, oh, I got to hustle, I got to show up, I got to post, I got to post, I got to work my feed, I got to engage, I got to get in DMs. So you see, you're you're thinking about what you got to do, what you got to do, what you got to do. And you're not really thinking about helping anybody. So this is what I deal with with my clients all the time. Because yes, of course, you want to get clients. You want to have the money so that you can live this specific lifestyle. You want to have the money to reinvest in your business, um, to do ads, to hire a VA, to hire a marketing team, whatever it is. Of course you do, but you've got to get over um, this hustle vibe. Like, I got to do this, I got to do that. And it's, it's conversations in your head. What I call these are thought errors. We have to identify all of our thought errors that we have around marketing. What is it that you are negatively thinking about posting organic content? What are you negatively thinking? What are your thought errors about having a discovery call, a sales conversation? What are your thought errors around creating an email list or a sales page or a, doing a challenge or getting on a webinar? Identify all of those thought errors that you are having Okay, that's the first step. Really, really critical stuff here. Because understand something, if you've got any kind of hustle vibe going, any kind of these negative thoughts, then you're going to vibe that way. You're going to you're going to show up in a way that your clients are not or your prospect, your audience, they're not really going to understand why they don't vibe with you. They're just going to think to themselves, "I just don't know about her." Right? Something's just not right. And then they just pass by your post because they can feel it. So here's the thing. Your thoughts lead to feelings, okay? Lead to actions, leads to a result, okay? So you have to understand about going in the reverse. What is it that you want? What outcome do you want? How do you want to feel about the outcome, what thought do you have to have to feel that feeling? And this, this is what puts us into the hustle flow, okay? That's a webinar that I put out a couple of times a year. It's a, a system that I have that helps you with your mindset. It's called the hustle flow, and it's a master class where we go through all of that marketing and mindset. Okay, it's really critical. So we want to incorporate all of these six 
steps. This is actually going to give you that breakthrough that you're looking for. The six must-haves for a profitable client-getting strategy. I know that if you incorporate all of these, this is literally the framework, the, the, the six-part framework to my client overflow program. And it is the foundation that creates profitable businesses. All right. Come back and subscribe and give this podcast a five-star review if you got some value out of it. Be sure to share this with another boss out there who needs to know about this framework. And that way, this podcast can grow and help more people like you. This is Sharon Lee. I'm out. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content. And now, it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.